Chapter Twenty of A Short History of Russia by Lucy Cazalet. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Violet Blue of Albertville. Alexander the First, eighteen o one to eighteen twenty five. Alexander the First had been Catherine the Great's favorite grandson and was a man of great talent and wonderful personal charm his first care was to reform the old system of administration by departments or offices where business was hopelessly delayed and to establish ministries for war foreign affairs public instruction etc each with a chancellery of its own in the early part of alexander's reign there was a war against sweden the most important event of which was the crossing of the gulf of bothnia on the ice by a russian army under barclay de trolly peace was concluded in eighteen o nine the result of this campaign was that finland voluntarily gave herself up to russia on condition that she should retain her own administration and all her old rights and privileges a d eighteen o nine alexander i allied himself with austria and then with prussia against the french but napoleon defeated them at austerlitz and friedland and peace was concluded at tilsit in eighteen o seven this peace was signed on a barge anchored in midstream of the niemann in view of both armies but it did not prove lasting napoleon continued his conquests in germany and conceived the idea of subduing russia in june of eighteen twelve he crossed the russian frontier and began his march on moscow alexander went to moscow and there issued a manifesto to his people calling them to arms against the invader the people responded with enthusiasm and all classes of society prepared to defend the country the russian commander-in-chief barclay de tolly was meanwhile retreating before napoleon with the object of drawing the french army deeper and deeper into the country he reached smolensk without giving battle but determined to defend the town it was besieged by napoleon but the town caught fire and was evacuated by the russians and nothing but charred embers fell into the hands of the french barclay de tolly's policy caused much dissatisfaction in the russian army and alexander appointed prince golenishev kutuzov to supersede him it was expected that kutuzov would at once attack the french but he also adopted de tolly's plan and retired to within a hundred and eight versts of moscow here on the field of borodino was fought one of the most bloody battles of modern times it waged all day and although at nightfall kutuzov kept the advantage of position his losses were so enormous that under cover of the darkness he recommenced his retreat on moscow three days later a council of war was held in the village of fili and it was decided that the russian army should retire through moscow without defending the city next day napoleon entered moscow unopposed but all the shutters were up and the city was almost deserted a general exodus had begun as soon as napoleon passed smolensk and most of the treasures of the city had been sent away in all perhaps ten thousand of the very poorest inhabitants alone remained in the city the governor count rostopchin had sent the fire engines to vladimir and after unlocking the jails and letting out the prisoners had ordered them to set fire to the town as soon as the french entered it on september third napoleon took up his quarters in the kremlin palace but by next day moscow was a sea of flame and he was obliged to leave the kremlin and go to the petrovsky palace 
when the conflagration subsided the french soon found themselves almost destitute of supplies and all attempts to bring provisions into the town were frustrated by the bands of armed peasants who hung on the outskirts of the town ever ready to capture foraging parties and cut off stragglers these armed peasants were called ratniki or partisans napoleon stayed five weeks in moscow and then a spell of intensely cold weather decided him to commence his retreat before leaving moscow he ordered mines to be laid under the kremlin walls and the palace and all public buildings to be burnt during the night parts of the walls were blown up and the barracks and palace burnt to the ground but the churches of the kremlin were happily saved napoleon began his retreat along the sapurkov and kaluga roads towards smolensk but kutuzov's army and the partisans continually harassed him in the rear the cold and hardships of a russian winter soon relaxed all discipline in the french army orderly retreat soon developed into a complete rout and napoleon himself narrowly escaped being made prisoner at the awful crossing of the river berezina the line of the retreat of the grand army was marked by thousands of corpses and before reaching vilna napoleon left the sorry remains of his legions and hastened to paris alone after napoleon's defeat alexander again entered into an alliance with austria and prussia and the results of their combined actions were the occupation of paris in eighteen fourteen and the fall of napoleon in the following year european peace was restored by the congress of vienna which also finally ratified the annexation by russia of the polish provinces under the title of the kingdom of poland during the last years of his life alexander made several journeys to different parts of the empire in eighteen twenty five his wife the empress elizabeth was ordered by her doctors to spend the winter in a warmer climate alexander accompanied her to taganarog on the sea of azov and then went on a tour in the crimea he caught a chill while travelling and died soon after his return to taganarog november nineteenth eighteen twenty five end of chapter twenty recording by violet blue of albertville